Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Nate Parkatsi in studio with us. Outkick 360 on the Outkick OTT network. Glad you're with us today. Is the Netflix special dropped today? Yeah. Congrats, Nate. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Hell of a strategy to go against the NCAA tournament. You guys <laughs> plan, plan that out? I know that Justice League. Uh, well, today. Uh, I mean, I told you my full, my comedy central special came out the same night of the Mayweather Pacquiao fight. So this is just what I do. <laughs> Take out the big boys. He's the alternative. I go all out. Was yeah. the budget bigger for your special or Justice League? I don't. We did a lot. You know, well, I mean, because of the COVID stuff that went on, it might have been ours to be honest. There's, we had to do our special outside. They tested everybody. Uh, it's only had a hundred people. We shot it in October at Universal Studios. The best one I got was this guy emailed me, and uh, he's like, trying to get tickets to the special, man. What's up with all the hoops? And I was like, what are you? <laughs> like, I was like, are you alive, dude? Like, are you, like, there's a global pandemic. He's like, what's up, dude? I got to get tested? I don't understand what's going on. I was like, I don't know, dude. Did you tell the 100 people to laugh, like, exceptionally loud? They, so the first, you take two shows when you do a special, and uh, then they, you usually edit. Usually you just end up putting one up, and so every time I've done a special after the first show, they always go like, we got it. Second show, just have fun. Don't worry about it. And uh, because the crowd had masks on, I couldn't see their faces and I couldn't really hear them laughing. So like my 60 minutes of material just flew and I did 43 minutes the first show. So it was the, like, right when we got done, they were like, yeah, we do. I mean, we just don't have it. So you gotta, you gotta, this second show is pretty important. Uh, and no I had pressure. A, yeah, no pressure, but, I mean, you, we're slow not going to do it, it if you don't. Do you want to be on Netflix or do you not? Yeah, do you know, nice did you slow it down? I, I slowed it down. Uh, I even had a couple of jokes that I think I wasn't going to put in that were definitely going to be put in. And, and they also, so the audience had mics on their tables. And so in the, my monitor, they put like where I could hear them laugh a little more. And just so I could hear some kind, cause you just can't hear anything. And with the mask, I can't, like unless someone was like shaking, laughing, I mean, it just looks like a dead eyes are just staring <laughs> at you. And you're up there like, and you're like, oh, these guys don't like it. And then, so then we had stuff happen too. We had a, a lot of little helicopters. And we watched a special uh, flying over, uh, learned there was a police chase going on during it and since it was outside was just and you thought netflix had done this for you yeah i was like oh, this man, is part of the big budget like justice league started, you had to compete with justice started, league so we've got uh, yeah. action sequences yeah. going on in the background like, the, the, the helicopter fireworks paparazzi's out here I was like, well, <laughs> can we crash one of these helicopters yeah, during this scene yeah. really up to... <laughs> so do you feel pressure being one of the first uh covid specials with comedy and making a lot of your material about that uh yeah I, I mean, you, you do know, I mean, the tricky part was like, when we taped this, we taped it in October, it's like, that's all it was, is, you know, COVID was like in the thick of it. So then you, you're like, all right, well, what happens, which we're still thinking about it. 
But, you know, I was like, what if it's over? Like, I was, you know, I thought, like, what if there's, like, a dog flu in March? And, like, <laughs> and I'm doing, like, COVID jokes. Everybody's like, who cares about COVID? COVID was a breeze, dude. This dog flu is a problem. <laughs> and, like, and I have no dog flu jokes because we taped it in October. So I, there's a little worry of that. And uh, But I, I'm not a big topical guy, so you obviously have to address it. You could, I, I, I didn't think I could do a special and not acknowledge that, you know, what's going on. So I just wrote some jokes, like, you know, probably like five, ten minutes up top. And then just to, just to do some COVID jokes that are fun and funny and then get into, like, my regular act. One thing that really resonated watching it was the parents coughing and yeah. how coughing in public is going to yeah. be changed forever. Because yeah. I immediately thought, and I'm thinking pretty much everyone I know, their parents cough a lot uh, in yeah. public. And that's now a problem. It's a big problem. They love it. My parents love it. I, I mean, it's it's like they they want to do it. They appreciate. No. Just my dad, he'll be doing it at home too. I like call my mom, and I can just hear my dad in the back. Just he just coughs. Just cough. like there's <laughs> got to be. They do. It's just what they do. There's something. Something's got to be up, you know, with with older people. But I think you just cough. It's just like part of it, you know. How much better is your golf game now that a pandemic happened? It, was, uh, it, was, it helped, to be honest. Uh, I, it's gotten, uh, it's gotten good. It, my golf game's gotten a lot better. I've, I've honestly played every day uh, during COVID. I was trying to just do something because it was like I didn't really have a lot going. On. You know, you, everything gets stopped. So I was, I was going. You know, every morning driving by Paul's house. Not morning, but you know, loose, <laughs> late, late morning. Hogging the horn. Well, sure everybody's awake in his house yeah. on the way through. Yeah, and then so uh, I, I, I played a ton. It's gotten a lot better. Uh, you know, it's, I've got it narrowed down to putting and chipping, which I was, I was been, it was, uh, it's, you know, golf's a whole. The putting and chipping is good or that's what no, you No, it's bad. It's bad. Okay. I lost, I, I, I play, else. I play a lot with, uh, yeah, I worked really hard on my full swing to get that consistent. And then I would, I would go from there. Uh, I've been playing a lot with John Augustine. Uh, and so him and Shay from Dan and Shay, we played a lot. And Shay, I lost money to Shay yesterday. I'm way better than Shay. You're dropping a lot of names I don't know. I know. Well, Dane and Shay, they're your kids would, your your kid would know them, and they would. Uh, it's a, you know they're huge. He's gonna be like Justin Bieber. I mean, they're like Nate, a huge band. Nate has gone from going uh, from our former show, coming in wearing nothing but Vanderbilt gear. Yeah. So now being sponsored by Travis Matthew and hanging yeah. out with Dan and Shay. Yeah, he told I'm, us he could get us these hats at 20% off, and then his people quickly yeah. corrected him and said 10%. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping to get sponsored by Travis Matthew. This is not <laughs> – I mean, I, I asked them. This is not even them. I brought – I paid for this crew to come here. Oh, okay. And I, They're just got five yeah. people. It's the biggest it's entourage like, uh, we've ever seen. Along came Polly when he films his own <laughs> E-True Hollywood story. Uh, that's that's right. Right. Yeah. They're not even filming. Yeah, They're just dude, walking around with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Those lights. They've got more lights on there cameras than we have on our yeah. For what it's worth, it works. Like it yeah. makes for a much bigger spectacle yeah, you when you have like a film a crew everywhere you deep. go. Yeah, so yeah, they're doing, they, with the Travis Matthews reach, I, I mean, I was, I wear Travis Matthews to begin with, but they, yeah, they reach, they're doing like a day in the life, and so this is your, what a life. your part of my day in the life. <laughs> you should be wearing Nate Bargatze, I think. It's a I, crazy you know, idea. But I know, but the, that's my face. Does, know, it, so. does it work so. for us being more big time now that there's cameras in front of us? Well, y'all are huge, dude. Like, I mean, y'all, now you're, you're, you're here, you're, you're doing your own thing. Like, I, don't, I feel like you're going to move out of the neighborhood. Like, not, <laughs> I don't think we're big enough for you. You, know? you need I'm to get some anywhere. more security, you know? Yeah. Who's the biggest celebrity in our neighborhood, you or Sonny Gray? Uh, I mean, Sonny, Sonny's, everybody just knows Sonny. Like, baseball is just He's got so back much. spasms. He's not available for opening That's day. True. There's I always something going every, on with him. I tell him that every day. Uh, 
They did you know the story about when he the funniest story was on Halloween. I don't remember if I told it here, but uh, like a couple years ago, when he was at the Yankees, and people were like, "Be mad that he's at the Yankees." Sonny's the super. I was mad. Those yeah. were not his best years, and I'm a Yankee. Guy. So he's uh, Sonny's the sweetheart guy from Smyrna, local, and he's a, and he's Great from dude. Smyrna, yeah. dude. Like he's a dude. And a Vandy guy, what you like? Vandy guy, yeah. I love it. And uh, so Sonny, so these kids would, you know, all these people move from these other places now, and in our neighborhood, people are from everywhere. And so they go to Sonny's house. He's playing for the Yankees. And the kids, like, knock on his door, and they start yelling, like, boo, you made the Yankees bad. Like, they're mad that he's at the Yankees, right? I was not there, I promise. Yeah, we're getting to the bottom of it. <laughs> and so they're yelling that, and then the kids go two houses down. They don't realize Sonny's at his friend's house, and he's got a ring. And so he, can, he watched the whole thing. And so those kids come up, and he goes, hey, how you guys doing? I'm Sonny Gray. And he showed the video <laughs> of the kids yelling at him, and he said they just went like ghosts, dude. Like, they... They had no That's idea great. that he was going to be able to find that out. Also, what, the ultimate nice dad move yeah. is to do that, to, to get the kids like that. Is it true that, going back to golf, Jason Day has claimed that you hit more golf balls in a year than he does? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I hit all day. <laughs> it's I think, true. He said it, and it's yeah. true he does it. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I got lucky to, I've done his charity thing, and me and him became friends, and uh, I hit way more. He hits way more putts, though. That's their, that's their difference, is they hit way more putts, and that's where it's at, and I don't do that. But, uh, yeah, I hit ball. I mean, I play all the time. When I would go play with them, I would tell them, and he's like, I, mean, you're, I think it's way more than they do. I'm not saying that's even good either, but I think I'm, I'm, uh, it's, it's, it's too much. Do you hate potting? Like, can you just not get yourself to do it? No, I, I, I try to do it every night. I just don't think I've wrapped my head around it. Like, all, golf is such, like, you've got to figure out a – like your full swing is you're kind of looking for like a move, like a trigger that you can kind of rely on and know what it is to be consistent. And so then putting, I just don't know if I have that trigger. And uh, like that the other day when I played with Shea, he was, and I, uh, we just become, the COVID just made us all be friends. He's a big golfer. And I mean, I lost, uh, I lost money to him because he was, uh, he was, he was putting for like 40 yards off the green. Like I lost money. You know, like, I was thinking this as a joke. Like, I feel like guys, we have, like, like our Venmo account. Like, you have, like, kind of gambling money that your wife doesn't know about. And, I mean, we were about to get into, like, money where my wife was going to know about. Like, <laughs> that was my big – that's, like, where you start really sweating is you're, like – Like, Sonny Gray money we're talking about. Well, like, like, you just don't want your wife – you know, there's, like, my wife doesn't know where my Venmo name is. So, like, I got money in that Venmo account she doesn't know exists. And I don't need – I don't need it to trickle over into, like, a regular bank account. Check out Nate Bargatze on Netflix. New special, The Greatest Average American. Uh, and if you've never seen Nate uh, – you have uh, what Netflix special is this for you now? Like three or four? This is I did a, a half hour. Then this is the second hour. Tennessee kid, and then okay. Uh, so yeah, there's uh, always a story that you can relate to that he tells. He mentions he's not, would you say, topical, but you're more like storytelling about yeah, your life. Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> one that came to mind. I saw the preview. I don't know if we if we aired this one or not from Netflix that they sent us. But the the math problems. You know, yeah. all these parents are now teachers yeah. during the the COVID year. I don't have kids, but I have a, a nephew who had his math problems out on a, at our in-laws' house, uh, his homework. Yeah. And, you know, sixth grade math, I took one look at it and I said, there is no way I would be yeah. any help. And you were, I think, discussing like second, yeah, second or third grade math. Yeah. Well, first and second grade is, like, good. Like, it's pretty easy. And then, yeah, it makes you makes feel it, smart. Addition, subtraction. Yeah, just point. kind of basic. But then, con they, I mean, Common Core... They bring that, I mean, that's, it's pretty wild, dude. Like, they, we didn't learn that math, and they just send it home. 
to parents and there's not like a, you know, it wasn't on the news. It should have been on the news. Like, hey, we're inventing a new math. <laughs> parents wrap your head around it. So you got to learn it with your kid. Get ready. And they get ready and they, they don't, there's no heads up. They just spring it onto you at eight o'clock at night. <laughs> and you're like, what? You know, right before like, bed, right before bed. You're like, hey, here's a new math that got invented. <laughs> and you're like, what? Like, and so it's brutal, dude. And then she's doing fractions now. There's a lot of, I'm, I'm pretty much done with all the homework that I, like she's, she's reached my level of where I could just look over her shoulder and like be like, it's this answer. <laughs> we're like, we're now third grade. I'm like, all right, all right. She's teaching you now. I, I, I talk about it in the special. I've learned stuff from her. When do you use A or an in a sentence? I didn't know. I just thought you felt it out. <laughs> does it sound right? That's what I do. Yeah, that's, you ask yourself that's what I do. Said. I say it with both and I'm like, that sounds right. And that's what I go with. <laughs> What so I, I'm sure you uh, probably hate when you hear the term clean comic at times, but you are a clean comic. Yeah. Um, do you find yourself gravitating more towards comics that aren't like you or more like you? It's either funny or yeah. it's not, right? When it yeah. comes to comedy. Yeah. But I'm sure that you have some comics that curse on stage that you also love. Oh, oh David Tell. David Tell is the about. I mean, the only comic I think I would pay to go watch. Uh, he's no one's funner than him. He's very funny and just fun to watch. And he's like, he's kind of like the ultimate comics comic that we all love him. Um, yeah, I don't mind. Like, you know, I talk about being clean and stuff like that. I, I, I don't mind it anymore. I, you know, at first, when you're first starting, you're you, you just don't want people to notice. That would be, I love it when someone's like, oh, I didn't realize that you were clean. Uh, but it's, you know, it's like, it's what, it's just how I did it it's how my brain works kind of now uh you know I don't, and now it what helps is you just stand out you're different because there's not that many clean comedians i mean you have like gafkin seinfeld there's ryan hamilton's a very funny comedian that's clean uh there's just not that many anymore and i always think with young comics i don't understand why they even a business sense why would you not go be clean just to be different just so you talk about because if you if you take away sex talk in your act I mean, I have to talk about so much other stuff. And so then you, what you talk about becomes a lot broader and you talk about a lot of different topics where if some people talk about sex, it's like they just end up getting down this road and like then it can be like, it's like 30 minutes of that. It's funny though, Space because I, I, was, I was explaining yeah. your act to someone today when we were talking about you coming in here and they, they had heard the name and I was trying to explain. I said, well, he's a clean comic, but people hear that and they think it's going to be corny jokes like on America's Funniest Kids, Videos dad jokes. with yeah. Alfonso yeah. Ribeiro or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, these corny scripted. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, it's not like Disney jokes yeah. the whole time. It's yeah. funny. You just have to watch it yeah. and understand, right? It's yeah, I mean, zest it's like, of yeah, life stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that, you know, I think that was a, the big help with that was like, because I was in New York for so long and I was doing, I mean, I was doing shows at like one in the morning in front of these, un, you know, it was this, it was, the show was called an uncensored show. And so it's all these comics being super raw and like edgy or whatever like that. And so I would have to do those shows at one in the morning in front of a drunk crowd. Like I'm talking about like parking and like there was like, you know, so but you learn to, I think, put some kind of feel like there's an edge in this. You're just not cursing. Being clean is as simple as just don't curse. You can if you don't curse, you can talk about almost anything you want to uh, and just take the curse words out. That's the stuff that. When people curse, that kind of, you know, everybody kind of hears it. And it helps, like, so when you're, you know, I, I think of it sometimes with sports uh, talk, like, you know, people get dirty with it. And then uh, Clay's, you know, Clay's dirty with it. Like, but uh, you got MMA, I was in MMA radio on Sirius, and they're, like, cursing, and you're like, 
I'm not can't yeah. listen to this in my with my daughter. Like, I'm just trying to listen to like a sports talk, yeah, radio show, and they're just like, I mean, just a lunatic. So like, <laughs> and you're like, all right, back how'd to Common Core math. Back how'd, to how'd you come up with the this self nickname? The greatest, the greatest average American. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I would always say that I'm very average American. I mean, look, I went. I've. Uh, I just went to Austin, Texas. I flew flew Southwest to Austin at barbecue both days. Uh, I'm rewatching Entourage. I mean, I don't know what else <laughs> you want me to do. Uh, that's more average American. <laughs> that uh, proves it right there. Yeah. And so it's. I, I always would say like I I have very average American taste. Like I'm very you know chain restaurants. I do top forty music. Whatever America's on board with, I'm going to be on board with. Uh, I'm not a you know an indie type of guy, and so that's why I just kind of, I, I did it. I kind of said it as a joke, and then when I said it, and the Netflix saw it because when you name these specials, they they're very big on how you're going to name them because of the algorithm or what you know the system that they have in place, and you want to be able to kind of describe your entire act in a title. Like the so last one's like the Tennessee Kid. So it was like, how could you do this? And then this one, and kind of just joking, saying I was like that, it came the greatest average American. Well, it's, uh, by the way, uh, thank you to everyone. We're now trending on uh, iTunes, 15th. You were on the number one podcast anywhere yeah. with Joe Rogan, and you mentioned MMA and UFC. Yeah. There's a connection there with him, and yeah. I know that you were on his podcast yesterday, right? Yeah, 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 it was great, dude. He's the best. So. Uh, I met, the only time I ever really knew, met him was when I first started uh, with Rogan. And I, uh, I, did, was, I went to the comedy store. I was a one-year comic, and he knew a, a band that I knew uh, that we were there visiting, a buddy of mine. And then, he, so, and Joe got me on at the comedy store. It was just, like, it was kind of a big deal. He was doing Fear Factor at that time. This was 2004. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a year comic. He doesn't know me. And he's like, oh, he got me on an open mic at the comedy store. But that always stuck with me. And it was cool to get to do his podcast yesterday and be like, yo, man, I'm here. Like, and you did something, you know, what, 18 years ago? I've been doing comedy 18 years, 17 years ago. So Did he remember? No, no, because, I mean, there's no, he wouldn't. I wouldn't remember that if I was no. the other way. It was like, he, he knows the band. He remembers his Prom Kings was the band. And they, uh, so he remembers that, the band, but he doesn't remember the whole thing. But I mean, I think he liked, you know, I mean, who's not gonna like hearing something that you're like, oh yeah, you're a great dude, man. Instead of if I was like, dude, you were the worst to me <laughs> and you brought me down. But uh, We were uh, curious about your money. I don't yeah. wanna ask you that word. Paul, Paul, Paul was curious Let's about your money. get into it. Well, uh, what did, what's a comic make on like a good night at a good venue you know, in like a you were in Phoenix state. last if week. You're in Phoenix. Yeah. Last if you're in a good week. venue in yeah. Phoenix, like what? You know, what is well, that? How big is the venue? For a, for a yeah. How big is the good you, venue in Phoenix? Venmo and Devin. Yes. Yeah. 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 The part that you keep and the part that the yeah. fans. Your, your wife's not watching, so you can you <laughs> right. can give us the actual numbers. That's, all right. so she doesn't well, know about the fake Venmo. Talk I'll, us through the old math and the new math. The new math. All right. Now let's first. I'll start off with just giving my social security number. It's there's. I'll give you the broad strokes of what everybody makes. I'm not saying what I make, yeah. but what, what, what comics make. So when you, the, the lowest when you first start, you, you're making, if you go headline a weekend and you're not, no one knows who you are, you're just a comic that's on there, you're probably going to make $1,000, maybe $1,200. And then your next for the bump whole weekend. For, for the, the whole weekend. weekend. So Thursday to Sunday or whatever. Are expenses paid? Up. They're going to put you up. Sometimes they have a hotel, sometimes they have a condo. Like the comedy comes will own a condo. And then uh, usually they'll fly you. At the beginning, they would just give you 1200 
and then you go to 1500 and they pay for the flight, but you still got to stay at the condo. And then eventually you get to like two grand a weekend and then you get a hotel, which is very exciting. Like that's all you want. It's, it's a step a, up. It's a step up. You get a their hotel and that. And then basically that kind of rises up in comedy clubs to about five grand. And then you make like five grand a weekend. And then you flip over to when uh, you get a percentage of the door. And so that's when they're doing sometimes, they, you know, they're, whatever it is, it could be 80%, 20% or, you know, I mean, the big acts, if you're a huge comic that usually doesn't do comedy clubs, like, you know, if Eddie Murphy went to Zany's, they're going to be like, we'll give you 100% of the door because you just want him in there. Yeah. And then they make money off the thing. So, I mean, you know, guys can end up making, you know, anywhere from 10 grand to 50, 60. I mean, some guys can make 100 grand for a weekend at a comedy club. What so does Chris Rock make? Uh, we I mean, saw him at Zany's. At yeah. Zany's. I mean, he's, he's got to be making, like, the, the top, whatever it is. It's going to be whatever the tickets were, how many people there were there. That's how you can figure the math out. He's probably getting 100% of the door, 300 people in there. If it, I don't know what the tickets were. They're 50 bucks. I mean, you probably make, a, you know, 100 grand, something like that. I mean, that's – and then when they do theaters and you get to arenas, like, I don't know all that stuff, but that's where guys can start making – you can make 100 grand a night at a show, and you know guys can really make a lot of money. What's yeah. the biggest venue you've played? Uh, mine is, uh, I, I think I, it, wow, it's in Atlanta, the Cobb, the Cobb Center in Atlanta. It was probably about 2,800 seats, and that was probably the biggest. We had the Ryman, the Ryman supposed to be coming back in October. The Ryman uh, is sold out, and so that will be a giant one. Uh, and then Phoenix. I did Phoenix Celebrity in the, the theater in the round. I did in the round there. It's a huge uh, venue there. It's where George Carlin taped a special. And uh, it was very, the round is awesome. That's my favorite. I actually bought tickets twice to your Ryman show because I forgot that yeah. I purchased tickets the first time. <laughs> it's been right. so long. So no, you're welcome. It's yeah. been canceled three times, I think. Yeah. So, or not canceled, postponed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah. I've got like eight seats for three people. Look at this, dude. He'll be great. We'll just right spread here, out. Man. We'll spread out. So the, we went and saw you at Zany's, and you were working out material for your Netflix special at the time. Mm -hmm. How many hours, how many sets, trial and error will you go through? Like, when will you start preparing for your next oh, I'm Netflix special? I'm already doing it. So I'm doing clubs now. If uh, Do you know when you're shooting for your next one? Oh, no, no, no. That would be uh, probably two years. I mean, so, like... The goal for me, what I would love, and you just don't ever know what's going to happen, but in my head, is I would like to do a special with Netflix and do one every two years. So I, my first one was when I was 40. I'm 41, about to be 42. And so then, like, the sixth one, I'll be 50. And uh, that would be the run that I would love to get to do. And so, you, so that means you're taping one, you know, basically every two years is when they're coming out. Uh, so I, but as far as new material, I've already started. So I, I, I went and did some clubs. They're all like half capacity, but just getting ready for the theater tour that we're hoping yeah. starts back up in August. And, uh, and so now, I, you know, I probably have like 25, 30 minutes kind of new. I wouldn't say it's great. Like some of it's okay. Some of it's fun and fine, but you got to just kind of like get out there and do all these shows and just, I always open with the new, try to see how far I can get. And then, and then I always have to close. And then play the hits. Then play the hits. That's a question I get asked a lot because people are like, I'm going to see you next week. Should I watch the special? And I watch the special. Uh, if you're seeing me now to, I mean, the theater dates, I'm hoping in two months to like, I could be doing 45 minutes of new material. And then I'll be closing with, you know, 15, maybe 
stuff from my comedy. So sometimes I go old. I'll just do old Comedy Central stuff because I know people didn't. A lot of people didn't see that. Right. And then I'll, sometimes I'll do it the other way around. So uh, it's if you come see me now, I, I think I did like last week or a couple weeks ago in Phoenix. I was doing like 30 new. And so it's, you know, and then hopefully I'll get that up to, you know, you want to get to like an hour 10, hour 15. So when the theaters start, you're, you're kind of turned over and all brand new. Do you still hold a grudge against your high school basketball coach for cutting you every single yeah. year that you tried out for the team? Yeah, because I mean, I tried First out for the off, golf. Congrats team. on the stick to itiveness that you kept coming back year after average year. Average American guy, greatest average. Yeah, he thought it would be Jordan. Keep showing up, and we don't make it. That's the <laughs> most average American thing. We never get it, but we're we're still in line. Uh, I yeah, I think about it a lot. Uh, did did he, he consider coming, keeping you around senior year just because you kept coming back? I mean, I'd be like, yeah. This were you guy, offered come on, the manager job? No, no, he didn't give me anything, man. And uh, what's funny is, uh, I think Ronnie Bargetzi, which is in Nashville sports, everybody knows Ronnie. He's my cousin, and uh, so he's been around. I think Ronnie told me he didn't like the coach. Didn't like Ronnie. Ronnie told me that later, so it could have be Ronnie's fault. He couldn't tell you that in the moment. So at well, least I don't you know had if an excuse. I said it. I told it to Ronnie uh, a while, like a couple years ago. He was like, and Ronnie is the I mean, no nicest one, guy, the yeah. nicest guy on earth. No one doesn't like him. And he was like, he goes, ah, he might not have liked me. And so he, I, he <laughs> cut me. He cut me all those years because of Ronnie. Uh, I got cut from the golf team. I tried out for the golf team. And then and I show up, and he's the coach there. I'm like, well, look at this. <laughs> and just a meeting. Like, I'm not good enough to go play two rivers. <laughs> I, can't go, I can't go walk nine at two rivers, dude. <laughs> when you don't make the senior tour one day, you're going to call him up. That's no, what look I want. At me, look at me now. 50. I, I got till I'm 50. I'm four, I'll be 42. I have eight years to. You can make this happen with the, how much you I play. Think, dude, I think, dude, I think I have to get to you, have to. you have to be like a plus three, though, I think. So I'm a five now but i've been as low as a two and it's putting and chipping let's get if a I putting get green in your backyard for a few of us i mean i, I have one but it's, uh, you can come he's up on it. the hill yeah what's yeah. up I, i've never been invited to i've invited you over i said we do you know we said after everything's set up this is much like uh hutton's housewarming party after everything's set up we'll have everybody over and then you know how that we still we're got, still setting up we still have paper curtains on our window and you know, my wife uh we got a dining room table though we don't yeah and we've been in there yeah. a lot longer yeah. than you Let's get a little bit local here. Uh, Clark Lee hired at Vanderbilt. Yeah. I feel like, Nate, this is the guy that you would love as the coach because he's lived it with Y'all didn't you. like him either. He had the great story. No, I, I like Clark Lee. Yeah. I didn't yeah. like Jerry Stackhouse when he was hired. But um, Clark Lee, when he was hired, he told that story about he was playing at Vandy and he got kicked out of his own weight room because Alabama or someone was in the Music City Bowl mm -hmm. that year, Arkansas, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, this is what a great story of the, I want Vanderbilt to be more than this when, yeah. when you hear that. It's got to be your guy now when you hear this, right? I mean, right? thrilled. Yeah. You know, I, I, I remember all the names that were being tossed around. Like, you know, I, I, dude, I love a coach coaching search. There's nothing fun. Who doesn't? I know. They're so fun. You're tracking flights. I mean, it's the best. And so uh, I was with him. You know, there's a lot of other names yet that Will Healy, like he, all these things you kind of hear about. I always try to always tell myself, though, like as a fan, you're like, I don't know who any of these people are. Like, you know, you'd be excited about one guy, and then you're like, why are we not getting that guy? And then I got to be like, I never even heard of that guy until yesterday. <laughs> like, I was like, well, people locally flipped out because it wasn't Will Healy, because yeah. Will Healy talks to everyone locally. Yeah, so you can he, tell the people that Will Healy is texting, hey, man, put my name in the hat for the Vandy yeah. job, because they're going nuts yeah. when it's Clark Lee. I think it was Clark Lee's the best 
this I was the most excited about him. He was the one I wanted to, the one I wanted to get. I mean, I I liked I liked all of them. I'd have been happy with about three of them. But like the more I looked at it, Clark Lee felt like was that was like that's who we need, dude. That we need like that guy. I like his hires. He's hiring like. You know, some kind of weird kind of hires outside the box. It's where you got to go like. Barton Simmons I, is a good hire. Yeah. Recruiting. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love that. Outside the like, box. Yeah. I think that's going to happen more. Yeah. Because of too. that. I think a lot of more people will do that. And uh, like I read that like Rivals and 247 and all that. When that Like, you know, seeing those people. What I figured out about searching, what I kind of thought, I was like, you got to look at when you're trying to guess who the coach is going to be. I think you got to look at who's not being talked about. Like that's what it felt like. Because yeah. Clark Lee was. People mentioned him, but it, that you was hearing the other stuff was like, well, Will Healy's at Cracker Barrel in 40. And you're like, he's there. Like, you got to go down there. Like, if the AD's doing a good job, it's the person not being talked about. Look at the that's, person that the you're coach not. coach isn't campaigning. Yes, yes that's yeah. how you know yeah, something. That's how up. you know something's going to happen. But I am thrilled with Clark Lee. And I, 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 I honestly, I believe in this dude. I think we're on the right path. I love everything that Vanderbilt's doing. They're saying all the right stuff. The, uh, the new chancellor that came in is really talking about stuff. They're saying – you know, we're, as Vandy fans, we've been burnt. We get burnt all the time. We think something's going to happen. But I think what I'm from what they're doing and what they're saying, I think Vanderbilt's doing everything right, and I think we will be better than Tennessee for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's what I think. It's happening. It's happening. But then I see Tennessee is uh, having a practice at Memorial Gym getting ready for the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. And part of me thinks, if I'm a Vanderbilt fan, why is Tennessee, why are you housing them while they yeah. hang out waiting on their selection of the tournament? I'd put them out. And they're just in there shooting around, watching TVs. Yeah, you give them the keys to the local YMCA. I know. And, and it's the, the wrong set of keys. They should the be park. a DCA. They should be. <laughs> Having yeah. to shoot around. We don't, even need them. we don't need them at DCA either, right? <laughs> Anywhere that I've won, my only places that I like, I don't want them at. Maybar Gatsy has been our guest in studio the greatest average American. Check it out on Netflix. It dropped today. It's a number three trending show on Netflix. I got it early this morning. Get it to one. People are going to watch it during the YouTube. I watched it early this morning, and it was the the third show. Do you have like a family gathering where you watch this, or is that awkward for you at this point? Uh, Like I would. Everybody's gone. It's a spring break. It's not a good time. Like it's like everybody. (laughs) Justice League. (laughs) I do. I think my wife is even leaving somewhere tonight. Uh, I think she said I might go somewhere. She's spending her Venmo. Yeah, now. yeah, she's got hers. I don't know about her. She has a whole I other might family. Might go somewhere uh, is great. Uh, yeah, I forget what they're you know because it's spring break too. Uh, so I, I gotta do like I'll end up like having to do some more promoting and stuff for it, and uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll probably won't do too much. And I think we'll do something like next week and like where you have some friends over and watch it. It's a lot. I've already watched it because I, I had to edit it, and so it was you know it's a, it's a lot. To watch yourself. Yeah, too let, much. Me, let me know what night, what time. I'll be there. It was just me and Paul, dude. What are you going to watch? It's just me and him watching it. <laughs> that's alone. the launch party? Yeah, that's the launch party. <laughs> I'll bring Good to see you, man. Thanks Thank for you. coming. Congrats Thank to you guys, too. This Thank is awesome, you. Man. We appreciate yeah, you coming in. May yeah. Bargatze has been our guest. Again, check it out on Netflix. Uh, great for the entire family. I know it sounds cheesy to say. No, that's But right. like for I'll a comedy it. special yeah. where you can sit it's down with It's not America's funniest video. And everyone thinks it's hilarious. From top to bottom, you can't go wrong. Check it out on Netflix. Entourage, let us know if you need anything, you 10 people back there. And Travis Matthews stuff. We're back with the VolQuest Power Hour. Speaking of, uh, I mean, what are y'all Nate's doing that for? <laughs> why are y'all doing Vandy out? Like, why? We, we want our numbers to stay up. Because yeah, you're, you're, you're half their fan base. That's the problem. Dude. <laughs>